Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Uh, happy April the 12th. I got to text a friend. It's his birthday today. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, what a weekend. It was it was strange. I uh, uh, saw a relative. So, you know, my mom has memory issues. Uh, dementia was the diagnosis. Um, and up until recently, it hadn't really been as pronounced as what I remember when my dad had Alzheimer's. But over the weekend, you know, someone uh, came back home from out of, out of town. She'd been living out of town. She's now going into a facility here. And I'm going to tell you something. It is so important to protect and preserve your brain. It just is. You know, I don't I don't know. uh I don't know how this disease manifests. No one really knows where it comes from. But I'm telling you, the wave of elderly people that we're about to see get diagnosed with Alzheimer's is going to be the equivalent of uh, Omaha Beach. I mean, it's just going to be a disaster. Um, And people aren't prepared. So I guess my way of preparing you is to tell you, be prepared. This is going to be... And, and I say that because of the sheer volume of people that are going to be in their 70s and 80s. Um, baby boomers are a huge <laughs> generation and they're creeping up to those ages. And, you know, what was a small memory issue or maybe just some forgetfulness is going to morph into this chasm of brain atrophy and vascular dysfunction and it's just going to wreak havoc on our medical system so I'm watching two people who've known each other their whole lives sit there and have the same conversation I don't know six seven ten times just going in a circle one memory's worse than the other um it was just I don't know it was something to see. It was depressing. And then the other health issues. I mean, so basically, if you if you are diagnosed at any point with diabetes and you don't manage it, you are 50% more likely to get dementia. Um, just off the, off the top, like, boom. You might as well count that as one of the things that you have. They are also calling Alzheimer's, I think, diabetes type 3 at this point. So I just urge and implore you to take care of your health. Your health really is your wealth. It's the beginning of it anyway, because no matter what your bank account looks like, no matter what's going on around you, if you don't have your health, none of it matters. You know, you can't be impactful if you are sick and hurting, you know, or injured. You know, you just there's nothing you can bring to the table until you fix your injuries or your illnesses. And the sad thing about diabetes is it's the number one diagnosed disease that can be cured. You can cure it. I know the world isn't big on cures because the money's in you being sick, but it is curable. You have to make dramatic changes to your diet, but it's it's curable. You have to learn to probably eat foods that you don't want to eat, that you don't like to eat that way, you know, but... 
And it's not just a matter of weight. It's it's insulin resistance. It's how you you can still lose weight and still be diabetic. It has to do with how your body metabolizes sugar, how you if you become insulin resistant. Um, yeah, it's just a lot. And to 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 look at that, it just I don't know, it was heavy. And, um, you know, my mom, I told her, I was like, your vanity really saved you. Because for a long time, I mean, she really just, she was charging along in great health. And really this dementia thing has kind of uh, been on the back end, you know, the last, I, I would say, more pronounced in the last three or four years. But certainly this weekend it was on full display and it was kind of terrifying if we're being honest and um when I go macro I just worry about what kind of society I mean and who's going to take care of all these people I mean, have you noticed I don't know if you noticed this in your city but in St. Louis most of the things going up that are being built are either kidney facilities you know for dialysis or senior care living places I mean, the sheer volume of old people is going to be, and old people that will be sick. I mean, ooh, it's going to be something. So my message is clear. Just take care of yourselves. Make those sacrifices now in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. So when you're in your 60s, 70s, and 80s, you're you're probably still going to be alive. So this whole idea that you're going to just drop dead, most of you won't. So put some you know, discipline in place now so that you can have some good golden years. You know, every everybody in my family, I think, just thought up. Oh, all the older people are like, well, we'll just, you know, we'll be dead. You know, it's like, mm, modern medicine, you didn't drop dead. You got to take care of your illnesses. Something to see, it really is. On a much, much, much lighter note, I have declared a moratorium on uh, slave movies. I just, after 12 years of slave, I will not watch another one. I'm also pretty much over black people in period pieces. I have watched a couple, but for the most part, the last one I watched, I can't remember, but I was like, I'm, we're still alive. I'm tired of these period pieces. Um, and war movies. Uh, you just feel like you've seen them all and you know, I'm good. But accidentally, I had a channel on, you know, over the weekend, and I look up and 1917 is on. So prior to that, the only thing I remember about 1917 is my mom uh, watched the Oscars the year it came out. And she, I think it was 2019. And she, she goes, why the hell is this old last movie keep winning all the awards? <laughs> I had to tell her, I'm like, it's not from 1917. It's just named 1917. <laughs> that was funny to me. So that's that had been my only exposure to 1917. Just cracking up and explaining that it really wasn't from 1917. So anyway, I watched, I started watching it. And what hooked me, and I didn't realize this was a thing for the movie, um, was I noticed it was all these super long pan shots. 
And then I Googled it and I realized, oh, they want you to think it's one. I mean, of course, obviously they could not film it in one long pan, but um, I noticed the way they they never they didn't do a lot of cuts and different angles. And I noticed it immediately because I'm a film nerd. And I was like, whoa, if you like the uh, or were impressed by the first date scene in Goodfellas, this is going to blow your mind because the whole movie is just a long tracking pan shot. It it was crazy. And I know they had to do some trickery to, to stop the camera, but Roger Deakins in the house, incredible. Sam Mendes was the director. Roger Deakins is a cinematographer, just an amazing job. And it's a simple story. The, a man has a message and a soldier has a message to deliver, to save other soldiers. And two people set off to do it and um it was incredible just really really incredible and it just invigorated me and revived my love of cinema and just the amazing ways you can you know make a make an old story uh refreshing and new um and it was all about technique I mean the method and the technique was all over that project that was beautiful it was it was harrowing um and it it provided like an intimacy because you're with this guy the whole time you're with these people the whole time the camera's all up on them only them and it's really just their narrative and um you see some stuff it was it was really really well done i really enjoyed it congratulations on your oscar i'm all late but you earned it <laughs> that was good and i can't imagine what that filming schedule was like and the continuity person probably was pulling out their hair I mean just to make sure everything looked exactly the same when you cut and I mean exactly the same because it they did not it was what 24 hours or something so they they had to wear the same clothes yeah yeah continuity person was probably like oh my god when they said yes they probably like wait what did I say yes to but you know pros are pros and if you get the right crew can have an amazing experience and that was that was great that really was good I'm pleasantly surprised um let's see I don't I don't I was pretty busy this weekend I didn't really get into any more movies I just happened to see that on a Saturday night because HBO you know finally HBO doesn't have something on that I want to watch on Saturday or Sunday excuse me so yeah that I saw that if you get a chance to watch it check it out it's pretty impressive if you haven't seen it um that that long tracking pan thing is you i mean that's incredible all right so let's see what else did i want to talk about i think i'm good excuse me i'm not sure why my throat is all cracking but i had uh had a really interesting weekend so I don't know I'm gonna have to regroup oh and I keep trying to hire somebody to cut my grass they won't show up so I'm off to Lowe's to get myself a a mower and uh go back to the old days my dad used to uh have me cut the grass I don't know I say let me cut the grass because he would be like you want to cut it and I'm like okay and he'd pay me a few dollars so I would just do it so yeah (sighs) sorry yawny it's early on a Monday. So anyway, hope life is good for you. Uh, everything's still moving forward. 
working on some interesting things. Work is picking up. Uh, my business is picking up. Uh, the podcast had a, a, an extreme uh, burst of uh, downloads over the weekend. So thank you so much. Um, it's weird. Sometimes it'll just be like uh, 600, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 downloads. And I don't know where they're coming from. Um, but I love to see that. It's awesome. So I appreciate the support. Uh, there's a lot of content out there. So, you know, they could be going back for four years and listening. I don't know, but I think it's cool. And I appreciate you guys. And hopefully you come back. Um, uh, the core group of people that I know, listen, I appreciate you so much. And, um, you know, keep forwarding and passing the podcast on and for, uh, letting people know what's up and uh, check out the website, madlovepodcast.com. You can listen there and you can also uh, chop it up on the blog. You know, there's some additional things I post there that, that you guys might find interesting. All right. I hope all is well. Please have a wonderful and amazing week. Let's just set it on fire. You know what I mean? Let's be our best selves, be our best, do our best and just have an amazing, awesome week a life-changing week, the kind of week that, that you look back and you go, you know what? That was the week that changed everything. That was the week that turned this whole thing around. I'm everything because of that week. You know what I mean? Let's have one of those. All right. Be your best.